Today on the Sound Rider Show, Dionese comes to Seattle. We'll take a deep dive into area events, and a local tech wins a national award. All that and so much more on the July edition of the Sound Rider Show. Pendleton Bike Week is coming July 17th through the 21st. There's plenty going on this year, including the Northwest Moto Show, the 45 caliber poker run, the Rattlesnake 400 competition, the historic aircraft flyover, performances by the Seattle Cossacks motorcycle drill team, and much more. Enjoy live music from the Marshall Tucker Band, a CCR tribute by Credence Revelation, and more music throughout the week. VIP Pass online at PendletonBikeWeek.com and enjoy all the added benefits of attending the Thursday night VIP party, access to the VIP lounge all week, free shuttle bus rides, and free camping. For more information, visit PendletonBikeWeek.com. Hi, this is Rich from Rich's Custom Motorcycle Seats, and welcome to the Soundwriter Show. Now live from the Crow's Nest Studio in beautiful downtown Broadview, Washington, join us for the latest episode of the Sound Rider Show, a candid hour featuring the people, places, and things that make up the fabric of one of the top motorcycle riding destinations in the world. And now here are your hosts, Tom Marin, Derek Roberts, and whoever else happens to drop by today. Motorcycle riders from across the Pacific Northwest and around the world, this is the Sound Rider Show. And if you're on Alki Beach, you can hear this from more than 75 feet away, then we've got big problems here. We'll get into that in a little bit. <laughs> I'm Derek Roberts, self-appointed editor-at-large here at Sound Rider. Across from me, as always, publisher, founder, brapping his way through the hour. And hurdy-gurdy concert master. <laughs> there you go. Hurdy-gurdy concert master, Tom Marin. Tom, what's going on, man? It's June. It's summertime. We're in full effect here. I still got my down booties on. You still got them on, huh? <laughs> We've had some kind of hit and miss weather here. I know we had to cancel a trip a little bit earlier last month because of uh, some rain and some wintry mix-up at Elevation. We did. We did. So uh, hopefully one of us is going to get over there. Yeah, stay tuned for the uh, July show, right, when we can maybe do a <laughs> recap on that. But in the interim, there's still some stuff going on around here. I know personally I had uh, taken a trip just north of Seattle and uh, one of the bigger events early in the season around here, the Sky Valley Motorcycle Show, put on by the Abate crew uh, right down in downtown Snohomish. So uh, you went as, uh, as a representative of the Law Tigers. That's right. And where was your booth at? So we were, uh, it's kind of in the, uh, I guess, the east side of the downtown there. They've got the first two blocks as you enter into town are set for the bike show and the band and that kind of thing. And then they've got the vendors on sort of the east side of the downtown there. I think it's east. And uh, yeah. we were right in the mix there. Just sort of as you crossed the block, we had uh, a couple of tent spaces, giving out some swag there, and uh, talking to the good people that came out to the show. Were you on the water side or the building, the street side? I, you know, sort of the 
the interior side. On the interior side. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, it was a good turnout, though. I think um, compared to some of the other years, it might have been down a little bit because early in the day we had kind of some iffy weather, but it turned out to be a great day, and people started coming out in the afternoon and pretty steady traffic all day long. I've been a vendor there twice. Yeah. And uh, the first time I went, I just had a little 10 by 10, and uh, the weather was good. Sure. And then the next time I went, I think we had a 10 by 20 up on the side street there. Nice. Up from, you know, where you were, there's that side street that they fill in with vendors also. That's right, yeah. So I was up in there with uh, Rich's Custom Seats. Oh, right on, yeah. I, my neighbor that day. Yeah, Rich, uh, of course, gets out to a lot of events. I had actually just popped in to say hello to Rich just a couple of days ago. He said he's having a busy summer as always. Well, that's good. Yeah, but uh, so the show was a pretty good success, I think, all in all. Um, Adventure Motorsports was there. They had a uh, a pretty big presence, as always, being oh. sort of in their neighborhood there. Did they have any trick bikes in their booth? You know, I really didn't get a huge chance to, to spend some time over there. I know I saw some side-by-sides on the trailers mm. and uh, a few sort of assortment, you know, the Yamahas and the usual thing there. But uh, they had a pretty big space carved out there, so it was always good to see those guys down there. Huh. How was the bike show? You know, the bike show, I didn't really get to participate in too much, but I did take a couple of laps around there, and there were some really cool bikes of, yeah. of all varieties, too, which is kind of one of the neat things about this show. Um, so not just cruiser bikes, but uh, they had some old Ducatis, some old Hondas, and some old Moto Guzzis, and a lot of different really neat things that I saw there. And then the custom stuff, too. There's really some some talented builders here in mm-hmm. the Pacific Northwest. So I think all in all, a pretty good success on that end as well. And, and uh, you know, in the years past, they've had a rat bike award. Is there any good rat bikes? I, you know, I didn't notice any. I'm sure there must have been. There were so many motorcycles down there, though, and I had to spend, obviously, a big chunk of time down at the booth that I was manning. Yeah. But uh, it was really, you know, it was, it was a cool show. It's nice to have something like that one day on a Sunday where the emphasis really is on the motorcycling. People just come in and check it out and, you know, get to kind of enjoy themselves. It's a good way to spend a Sunday. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. Good. Well, I've been working on a new issue. Sure. So I've been getting articles ready for that. And uh, one of the bits that I put in this month was a uh, uh, article about the Magruder Corridor over in Idaho. Yeah, that got a ton of traction. Now, you, you've ridden over in Idaho. Have you ridden on the Magruder Corridor? Not that I am aware of. Okay. Yeah, I, I have one of those things where I don't really keep track historically of where I have ridden unless I'm writing about it. Um, and in Idaho in particular, it's been kind of wandering, uh, bone-breaking experiences. So. Well, that's because that's where you go and take all the kids you kidnap, right? <laughs> oh, no, that's not fun. I don't think I could fit more than one person on my DR350, <laughs> so that's what we'll, uh, that will clear my name right away there. But uh, the Magruder Corridor, though, it, does ha- it doesn't have some history behind it too, right? Uh, yeah, there was a, a big massacre in there. Sure. Um and it was an old wagon road, and it was kind of the only way you could cross through that area. Right. And actually now, it's, it, it really is the only way you can cross through that area unless you go up around on Highway 12 or down by Stanley. And if you're on two wheels, why would you do that, right? Exactly. Yeah, take the Magruder Corridor. There you go. That's a uh, – you mentioned some of the history there. That would be an interesting uh, – be an interesting five-day tour, the massacre tour, right? Well, I mean, you know, there was a lot of massacres throughout Idaho. Sure. I mean, people were killing each other for all kinds of crazy reasons. Um, and so, yeah, part of that was that I'm working on the Sasquatch tour. Of course. And the Magruder is part of the Sasquatch tour, as is the Lolo Motorway. 
uh, Moon Pass, uh, the Railroad Ridge, all the good stuff. Yeah, Idaho obviously has just got some fantastic riding out there. And are we going to uh, dive into some of that a little bit later in the show here? I think we're going to talk about the Sasquatch Tour, right? We're going to go into some detail about some of these events coming up this summer, so – but, uh, yeah, well, we did the Facebook post, got a lot of action off it. It certainly did, got yeah. A, and a lot of people punching through to read the article, and and that's all good because the more people know about these places, the more likely they're either going to ride them or they're going to stay away from them because, like, you know, Magruder's kind of – it's not a place you want to break down by yourself. No, that's for sure. You want to make sure at least uh, you've got the proper equipment to do some level one service out there and uh, maybe double-check your cell reception too, huh? Toe rope wouldn't hurt either. Yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> All those little uh, tips and tricks out there. But, I don't uh, remember checking my cell, cell phone service out there last time. Um, I, last time I was out there was 2012, so seven years ago. Yeah. But, of course, like, and like I said, we'll get into this a little bit later in the show. If you don't want to ride out there solo, you'll have the opportunity to at least loosely join, join a group if you want to uh, get on the Sasquatch tour. That is true. Yeah. Uh, what else is going on? We're, we're working on preparations for the rally in the gorge and uh, getting that schedule together so that we can bring it out in June. That's right. I guess it's almost June. It's June now. Uh, yeah, the show. that's right. Yeah, well, lots of good stuff coming down the pipe, as always, for the rally. And uh, I know I'm looking forward to being down there, as I have been for, I think this would be, what, my fifth year running? I think so. Five years in a row 2014 here. 2014 was your first year, right? Yeah, I think so. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And it'd be your sixth year. Man, I tell you what. These, wow. These gray hairs are coming in fast and furious. But, uh, hmm. but yeah, it's always a good time down there. And, um, you know, I know we've got a lot of returning people, returning vendors that are going to be coming with us. Uh, dirt bike safety training will be there again this year, right? They will. Yeah. And uh, we just opened up the registration for the Mary Hill Loop Corning Clinic. Nice. So uh, Jesse's going to be working on uh, hanging off the bike sure, this so year. Cascade Motorcycle Safety, Getting of course. Getting off the seat. Yeah, which is really uh, what better place in the Pacific Northwest to practice that than on yeah. the Mary Hill Road. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So um, we'll talk about it more when we get up to that segment of the show. Um, what else? I don't know. We got some uh, interesting stuff coming up here. News bites. Oh man, it's been a packed. Last month was packed. Well, let's take a little break, and then uh, when we come back, we'll we'll get into uh, Derek's top ten grilling tips for summer. No, no, we'll get into <laughs> news bites. Rock show. Support for Soundwriter and the Soundwriter Show is made possible by Skagit Power Sports. Check out the North Sound's largest selection of bikes from names like Yamaha, Kawasaki, KTM, and Suzuki. Located just off I-5 in Burlington, Skagit Power Sports also features a large selection of riding gear, apparel, and an experienced staff to help you along the way. Visit Skagit Power Sports today. Hi, my name is Butch. I ride a 2013 uh, R1200R Roadster BMW, and my favorite ride is over Highway 20 and into Republic for their uh, annual rally. Hi, this is Eric from Bell Helmets, and you're listening to The Sound Rider Show.
in studio on the Sound Rider Show. And as Tom alluded to here, I want to get right into my grilling tips. Nah, which yeah, uh, <laughs> grilling tips. Visit your local butcher. That's my one and only grilling tip. Start with a good cut of meat. But we'll dive right into the News Bite segment here because it has been a packed May. I mean, there is so much going on in the Pacific Northwest. And I think we should start out with a, a really big shout-out to one of the techs over at I-90 Motorsports who got a pretty prestigious honor. Pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Talley, the, uh, one of the head techs over there, uh, won the Yamaha competition for best tech in the U.S. Which is incredible. And uh, this was motorcycle only, so it didn't, it didn't include snowmobiles and UTVs and that sort of thing. Didn't include the things we don't care about on this show. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. The stuff we don't cover. Uh, so he won. He won for that. So then he got to go to Japan to do the world competition, right? And uh, did not win first place in world competition, but he did win first place in the customer service. Oh wow! Competition. And I asked them what what was that all about? And he said, "Well, you know, it just uh, things that you make sure that you ask the customer before you go to work on the bike and sure. helping them sort out problems and that sort of thing." Do so, you subscribe to Soundrider? Would you like to sign up online <laughs> yeah. now? Right? Yeah, I, I got it. Yeah, sure. Number one. Okay. No, but that's. I mean, honestly, that is. I mean, you think about the number of Yamaha dealerships in the U.S. I yeah, mean, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, that's, that's great. Nice. I mean, right here in the Pacific Northwest, we've got the number one Yamaha Tech. We have clearly the number one motorcycle podcast. That's um, really, so, I mean, this is a region for it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, and the podcast is free, but I wonder if you can go to I-90 and if you request that Jeremy be the tech on your bike, if they, like, double the labor rate. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I mean, it'd be well <laughs> worth it, I think, though, right, if he's doing it right the first time and uh, you can enjoy riding all summer long. But. But congratulations to Jeremy anyway. You know, that shop just in general does a great job out there and kind of a cool gateway out there in Issaquah, right? Right into the uh, Snoqualmie region. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just that's where the the real beauty kind of starts to take off in the Cascades. So. It used to be the last motorcycle shop before you left the Puget Sound. But now Moon Motorcycles that's is the right. last yeah. shop. That's right, yeah. And I think, uh, do we have a mention of that later in the show here too? Are they doing uh, something this month? Are they going to um, do an opening event? Yeah, we have a we have a mention All in right. the next segment. Yeah, well, okay. Well, what else is going on in the news though? Since so we're then, uh, uh, we heard that the bikers at the beach was canceled. Yes, and then the city council took over the event and renamed it. And I don't know. What do you know about this? Yeah, well, I think we should we should probably preface this by saying that this isn't necessarily an event that I know me personally. I don't know about you, but I haven't really followed it all that closely. Its history. Well, it was a big. It was a big event years ago when sure. it was um, something like um, uh, it's a big name. Yeah, something, something ride to the to the shore or something right. like that. But I think the, the ocean. It was an ocean shore, and it, right. And I think that's the thing is that this event has been going on. At least this is my understanding for some years. Yeah, with city involvement, but then there were sort of some partnerships and some name changes. And now it looks like maybe the city is back to taking a little bit of a larger role in the planning, Yep. at least for this year. But it will no longer be called Bikers at the Beach. No, now it's called something like Hog Wild, I think. I yep, that's it. it, Hog yeah. Wild. Hog Wild, and it's going to be at the casino out there. Um, I think that's going to be the headquarters for it all. I wonder how wild it's going to get. Well, it depends on how much money you have. That's the same at any casino, right? <laughs> that, that could get very wild there. Um 
But yeah, I don't know about this one yet. And uh, I may be out there. I might go check it out. I'm still kind of evaluating schedule-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope that something does continue out there because really there's some nice roads out to Ocean Shores if you're coming from other parts of Washington or Oregon. Yeah, and actually, I mean, the history of motorcycle events out in Ocean Shores goes all the way back to – somebody's probably going to correct me on this, but I believe it's the 20s Okay, when uh, AMA used to have their gypsy tour out at Ocean Shores. Well, that makes sense, yeah. So it's yeah. almost like 100 years of motorcycle history out there. Right. So, I mean, hopefully this is a another success. I know the last couple of years, I think the event itself, Bikers at the Beach, did pretty well. Um so I hope that we can continue to have something in that part of the state where we can attract people out to, uh, you know, go through the local motorcycle shops on their way out there and take advantage of the good roads. So we'll have to go dig up the date and get it on our calendar because I don't think we have it on there right now. Yes. Yeah, that's in uh, July. I know that. Because we'll... I pulled it off when they said it was canceled. Right. <laughs> and then it's back. <laughs> well, I think actually I might have it on my calendar here if we want right. to well, lead some suspense. We'll, we'll get it on there. Here we I got it right here. What else? Uh, we got uh, – oh, go ahead. You yeah, got uh, July 26th, 27th, and 28th. Okay. Yep. So then uh, Yakima Bike Nights. This is kind of cool. Yeah. So this is the guys out at the Harley shop there in Yakima. Owens Cycle. Owens, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. And they put together – is it 11 different bike nights? Quite a few, all throughout the summer, more yeah, or less. Yeah, yeah all the yeah. way, uh, all of uh, May and June, and I think maybe the first week of July, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but but I was pretty impressed, you know, that they pulled these partnerships together with all these different restaurants and uh, kind of moving it around and having it a different place every week. That's right. And you know, um, Yakima is, a lot of people think it's just an armpit. But it is a fantastic place to go ride a motorcycle. I Not agree. right in town, but all the roads around Yakima. I agree. It's uh it's a great place for a ride. So they you know, they were using places in Natchez and uh uh, out on the east side, up there by Moxie, and yep. all kinds of cool little locations. So yeah, uh, I think it's a great idea as well. And I like uh, the fact that um, we're seeing a lot this year in particular. You know, there's always the big weekend events and the rallies and that kind of thing. But a lot of individual bike nights, um, shops are hosting them all throughout the week, and it's kind of cool to be able to go down and just hang out for two hours, right? And talk motorcycles and yeah, kick and look tires at people's and, bikes. Yeah, and, you but know. you don't have to dedicate necessarily an entire block of vacation to it because you want to no, you just get off work and you you go down and have dinner somewhere that's right yeah hang out yeah and they're good folks over there at owens too Dwayne, the gm i know goes to a lot of these events and uh i think he has a pretty big hand in planning them so uh so yeah if you're in that area go check it out oh good good uh i think this this came in like the day after we recorded the show last month right uh that uh dynasty is going to open up a store in pioneer square Pretty uh, – well, so here's the deal on that. I'm going to say pretty surprising, but as far as I know, this has been in the works for close to two years. I hope the rent kept going down the whole time. <laughs> so from, from what I can tell you on this is right now as it stands, this is across from the uh, historic Triangle Pub. So this is down in, just okay. as you get into the stadium district there. So, so down around where the Elysian Brewing Company was, I think. Getting close to that, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's right. Well, now Elysian, I think, is across the street a little bit. But regardless, it's right next to the stadiums. So mm-hmm. it's right next to Quest Field. And, uh, or is it still Quest Field? I think it is, right? Seahawks um, Stadium. No, it's CenturyLink, isn't it? CenturyLink. And then what are the baseball stadiums? <laughs> that's uh, that's T-Mobile. T-Mobile now. Okay. I know. 
Changes. You know, just to keep thinking of all your telecom companies. That's right. Can't they just do like uh, the motorcycle companies and just change graphics? And, well, uh, you know what we do? We just call it the ballpark. There we go. That's yeah. what we do. Then we're not promoting anybody that we didn't, you know, <laughs> nobody's paying us to say, you know, T-Mobile yeah. or CenturyLink or any of that. So we just call it the ballpark. That's right. And I would like to just let both of those companies know if they would like to get another mention, they can pony up to sponsorship. That's right. But right. uh, in the meantime, this Dionysi store is not open yet. It just has graphics on the exterior window, and I don't know what the schedule is, but I would assume that they're going to try to be open by the end of summer here. So you like you like you go to the baseball game, and then you can get a leather jacket when you're there? That's right, yeah. Cool. You get that on the way in or the way out. What do you think of this uh, just in general, though? Because there are a couple of dealers at Dionysi here, um, right? I think uh, – Ducati Redmond, I think. Uh, I don't know if they're still carrying the line. Okay. I know Cycle Gear does, too. I, Cycle know, Gear I mean, there's here. hardly any room in some of these stores. They're so small. They the, actually the one over on that, Lake yeah. City is so small with, with the two lines, three lines in there now. Yeah. Um, and I know, you know, like um, some some stores can't have anything but the brand name of the motorcycle they're selling on the shop floor anymore. Yeah. So if you sell BMW, you can't have uh, you can't have Joe Rocket or any of that stuff in there. Yeah, it seems like um, they have tightened up the regulations on that um, in the last couple of years for sure. And I know that's put a little bit of a squeeze on some of the dealers, but I'm I'm real interested to see how this is going to do more or less in downtown Seattle. Um, you know, it's not like yeah, just I, I guess maybe on a Sunday if they're going to be open Sunday, maybe you ride your bike down there if you're from out of town and check this place out. Uh, but maybe they should just be open on Sunday only, huh? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, with those reds, I'm sure that they could probably swing that. But I hope they have success. I have a Dionysi jacket that I've had for about four years, which I'm quite a big fan of. So hmm. I hope that they stick around and they do okay. But kind of interesting to keep an eye on anyway. We'll see what happens. Uh, what else? Uh, Motocorsa gets a new GM. I don't know his name. I don't know anything about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Um, That's down in Portland, of course. So Arun yeah. has officially moved on to just doing the car thing, I guess. Because he was high-end luxury cars, too, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they're adding the zero motorcycle line. So. Oh, cool. That seems – Portland seems like a good uh, – you know, a pretty good market for that. Uh, oh, okay. Did you see this uh, Indian ex-workhorse scout – bobber sprint racer so i have not seen this all i've seen is the news on the uh what is it the ftr their sort of 1200 flat tracker that they um Mm, yeah i saw something about that yeah are starting to hit dealer floors here but tell me about the workhorse so the workhorse is uh is designed to be a sprint racer and it's got like this uh fairing over the entire front end. Interesting. Looks like something you might take to Salt Lake. Oh, really? But that wouldn't be sprint racing, would it? Well, I mean, not unless they'd have some sort of special class, I guess. I think we uh, – well, see, Andy Cherney wrote an article about this. Yeah. So we threw it up on Facebook and shared it there for people to read it. It's kind of interesting. Well, I will say just in general, I mean, really, can you can you compliment Indian enough for what they have done? In the last, what, four or five years? Yeah. I mean, completely reviving that brand, literally bringing it back from the dead. And uh, the showrooms look great. I just saw, actually, um, Brothers Power Sports has mm-hmm. added Indian. Mm, I didn't know that. And they've got, uh, they just redid their entire floor there. And wow. they added an Indian section. Um, 
Well, so, they already had like six lines. They, yeah, they've they got, got a lot going on room out there. In there to walk around. Well, they had to expand it into one part of uh, they. I don't know that if it was, parking lot out on the west side. Well, they did a whole remodel, so they wow. they brought in like some new uh, roll up doors on either end of the showroom, and then they kicked back what I think it used to be part storage. Uh, they opened that up for the Indian line. They put mm. all new flooring in there, so it looks great. Sounds um, like I need to make a little trip out there. Yeah, I would take a ride out there for sure. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, tip of the cap to Indian just in general. They've really done some cool stuff. And uh, now they're going to start a uh, rental program this year. Uh, unfortunately, there won't be any place in the Pacific Northwest you can rent an Indian motorcycle. But okay. they are getting it off the ground. They can start with 10 dealers in the U.S. So this is interesting. They're going to keep them all in the dealership then. Well, they're going to have a rental operation out of the dealership, right? Yeah. But this is a little bit different from the because from the Eagle Rider model. So the Eagle Rider model now, Eagle Rider is in part funded by Harley Davidson, and are and they're using some dealers. I don't think any up here to do rentals from and running a, a Eagle Rider right out of a dealer. So. Now, this gets into wild speculation, so email us if you know, I guess. But I thought that that relationship had been severed so that they're two separate entities, although they still share some space that oh. Eagle Rider and Harley Maybe you are. know something I don't know. That, uh, that's I'm, – I'm, the, the far reaches of my brain seems to indicate that to me, hmm. but, but I'm not sure off the top well, of my around here, all I know is we have the one that's down by the airport. Yep, the that's Eagle right. Rider there. I don't think we have any any. Uh, you know, the shops around here, all of them used to. There used to be a Harley rental program within Harley Davidson. Sure, and that sort of went away. Yeah, well, I think down at this Eagle Rider here, anyway. I know they've got a couple of different brands. Like, I don't think you. Uh, I think you can ride some British bikes and that kind of thing. Yeah, they got like too. Triumph or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Speaking of British bikes, right? It's <laughs> the only one there is, isn't it? Yeah, unless they've got what Norton. I don't think they have any words. Uh, yeah. That, that, that brand alive? I don't know. I don't know, yeah. Uh, okay, how about this? Uh, Seattle went ahead and um, uh, went ahead and started uh, citing people for noise violations. Yeah. We talked about this on the show maybe three months ago when they said they were going to do it. Right. So in particular, this is the Elkai Beach stretch. Yep. And I don't have any reports from anybody having been cited. Yeah, well, cause the whole thing was right. It's it's noise in general, so loud could be music a car, could be a motorcycle, right? But the way that this affects the motorcycling community is the loud pipes thing. So yeah. people go down there to kind of showcase their custom rides, and you give it a few rap, rap, raps. But like, uh, okay, so it's a seventy-five. If I if I can hear your noisemaker from seventy-five feet away, yeah, I give you a, a citation. Now right. I walk a dog. <laughs> he's he's seventy five pound Labrador. You can hear him bark from seventy five feet away. Oh, for sure. Are we going to give a citation on him now too? Se- seventy five feet is nothing. That's not very far. No, that's, that's like, like from that part of my alley down to that part. Yeah, of the it's alley. really it's not that far. But I mean, we'll see how strict they get with this. I guess, but. Boy, I sure would like to be the attorney on this one. <laughs> mm, class action lawsuit. Bring it Yum. against it, yeah. Well, I guess they would have to write some tickets first, right, uh, before they could do that. But but I don't know. You know, I'm not aware of any specific legislation like this outside of that zone on Elkai Beach um, in the Pacific Northwest. Are you? Well, there's there are noise ordinances on record. 
for Seattle. Pretty much any. I mean, you know, what, what, the way it usually works is that when, the, when you incorporate a city, you use the county or the state laws right. until you decide to write your own or change up one or two here or over there. I got you. So um, there are definitely noise ordinances throughout the state, but, you know, they're not enforced because – because it's too bad. I live three blocks from a fire station. You want to talk about? Ah. No, <laughs> you want to talk about disturbances? Three in the morning, and I hear those sirens go blazing by me there, right? But yeah, uh, you can hear the whole cycle of the sirens. See, Grandpa over here, he he doesn't have the hearing up above two kilohertz. That's right. So when the siren goes by, I hear it in two parts. But then there's like this dead zone of no no sound. Yeah. So if the uh, hearing aid is off, then you get uh, at least thirty percent, thirty three percent relief. Huh? Yeah, I try not to use those hearing aids. Yeah. Save my hearing. That's right. How about up in uh, BC? You want to go get your bike impounded? Just go 85 miles an hour on your way to Whistler, and uh, they'll they'll pick you off over there. So this really got some people fired up on Facebook too, huh? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I don't know what to say on this. I mean, this yeah, this seems pretty far reaching. You know that road? I mean, it, it has the nickname the Death Highway. Does it? Yeah. But it, but it was re it was is very straightened out just prior to the Olympics. Okay. So all the way up to Whistler, it's it's a lot nicer, a lot smoother, and and the unfortunately the tight corners were taken out, Makes straightened sense. out. Okay. All right. Um, but past there, um, it's still the way it used to be. So if you want some really tight twisties with some stunning scenery, right? I mean. It's a pretty good scenery. Yeah. You're down in a canyon following a river most of the time. Okay. But. I kind of like that. But this is uh, – I mean it's good to kind of get the word out because you know, obviously a lot of people like to ride up to Canada. And 85 miles an hour, man, it doesn't take long to get up to that. So um, keep your I head I do that swimming. first gear on a, on a 1,000 RR, right? Yeah, for sure, yeah. <laughs> and I'll switch to second. On your jet engine Grom, right? You get that thing going. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Well, you'd burn the wheels right off the ground you if you got would. up to 85, I you think. You definitely would, which would be uh, a good thing to make sure that you have your toolkit, right? Just in case you need to do a little wheel replacement. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe some tire irons. That's right. And maybe some spare tires along with you, too. Just to get all of that stuff. Because, you know, not everybody out in the woods has uh, spare Grom tires. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> oh, that was a uh, that was a clumsy transition into our next point right here in Seattle where uh, Cruise Tools has been bought. They've been purchased by the guys over at Psychoactive, who are the people behind running Tour Tech North America distribution. Right. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was kind of interesting, and I thought, you know, we, we know in the past we've talked about how uh, TourTech, the mothership in Germany, has been under a… Uh, financial distress. Financial distress. Yeah. And, I, and I think these guys are trying to fill their portfolio with a couple of other companies in case things go south. So this, this is uh, certainly one of them. I don't know what else they got. Going up on up their sleeves there, yeah. Yeah, will well, they be buying Butler Maps? Will they be buying? Interesting. They won't be buying Best Rest. We know that, right? Yeah. Um, uh, kind of cool to see though that this being more or less headquartered here in Seattle, though, because Cruise Tools makes some nice toolkits. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we still have the line in the Soundwriter store. That's right. But uh, I don't know how long. I don't know how much longer we'll have it. You might might see a really good cruise tool sale this summer. Store.soundwriter.com. Yeah. Check them out. 
see. Oh, and we have a job opening at Soundrider. That's right. Yeah, big news. So we've got a uh, a job opening for a media assistant, a digital media assistant. Uh, we've got a major project coming up in the fall. That's right. And we need to get things started for it now. And uh, so we're looking for an entry-level person. We're going to pay him Seattle minimum wage, which is which is more than you get somewhere else. That's right. More than Oklahoma minimum wage. So the details of that are on this website at soundwriter.com. Just follow down the page and you'll see digital media assistant job opening. And with that, I say let's take a little break and we'll come back with a calendar. Support for Soundwriter and the Soundwriter Show is made possible by... Adventure Motorsports, Stomish County's largest selection of Yamaha and Suzuki motorcycles, ATVs, quads, and UTVs are available in Monroe at Adventure Motorsports. Celebrating a decade of top-rated sales, service, parts, and accessory support, hit the road and visit Adventure Motorsports today. Hey, this is Gary LaPlante from Dirt First, motorcycle rider training. And I must say, I really am enjoying the roads that you guys have here in Oregon between Portland and Hood River and around the event site at the Sound Rider Rally. Hi, this is Brian Bosworth from Destination Highways, and you're listening to the Sound Rider Show. Welcome back to the Soundwriter Show, and it is our annual grilling show. That's right. Kick uh, off the of summer. I think we did this like in June of last year, we did a little grilling show. It seems to happen just about every time around this, this time of year anyway. So we got a half a rack of ribs out there on the, on the tiny Weber barbecue. Yeah. We've got the smoking chips in there. We've got some uh, pork sausages in there. Woo. All organic. Man, you can't beat that. And uh, when we get done recording, hopefully the food won't have burned up yet. (laughs) Low and slow is happening just around the corner on the patio. So anyways, uh, calendar. Into the calendar, yeah. What's going on? We've got, uh, I've never seen one of these before, an ice cream run in Puyallup. So if you live down in the Puyallup area, this will be on Wednesday, June 5th. You can meet up with these people. And I don't know if they go to a different – they're going to make this like a weekly thing or something. I don't know if yeah. they uh, – It seems like they're intending for it to be a yeah. something of a, a regular event. And I guess this kicks off at the round table pizza down there. This is where the meetup is. Woohoo! Right? <laughs> what time? Uh, it looks like uh, meet 630 uh, and uh, kickstands up. I'm assuming that's what KSU is at 645. Okay, yeah. so if you want if you want the round table pizza before, then you better get there about five. That's right, get there early. Otherwise, uh, just get up there at six thirty, and you can go and have a little ice cream at a location to be determined. Huh. Uh, Friday the seventh of June, uh, Giant Loops having their annual ride takes people down into the uh, Lower Central Oregon desert, down to some hot springs. So you can click the link on our site and get the details on that one. And just uh, I just want to double check this here because in the calendar we've got it on the sixth. Do you know if it's the sixth or the seventh? Um, that weekend we'll, we'll, anyway. We'll right? check it yeah. and we'll fix it. 
just to just to give the people the heads up anyway. I think it's two nights, so yeah, that's oh, it's the si- oh, I say I don't even know what day of the sixth is. Right, I have to refer to the uh the calendar here. The sixth is a Thursday, so it's Friday I think it's Friday the seventh. Friday the seventh. Yeah. All right. But they always put on a nice ride and of course uh they're often seen at the uh the rally in the gorge putting on a good ride too. So if you want to go and check these guys out, always a good time. On uh Saturday I have Sunday written here, but it's actually Saturday, the 8th of June. The Puget Sound Dual Sport Enthusiast will be running a ride that's going to start out at the airport in Arlington. Cool. Uh, so you all meet for breakfast at 8, and then uh, everybody takes off at 9. And I know that ride is going to go up over a number of passes on the West Cascades. On the West Cascades of the North Cascades. There we go, yeah. And then uh, lunch is in Darrington, and uh, they're going to make a go at Rat Trap Pass, which is currently closed, but may be open then. You got a couple of weeks. And then uh, wind up down the Mountain Loop Highway into uh, Granite Falls sometime in the afternoon. Very cool. So uh, Nobby Tires recommended for this? Going to see some dirt or... Oh, I think if you got some uh, 80-20s, okay. you'd be okay. I wouldn't go up there with street tires. All right. Uh, but yeah, you gotta have a dual sport for it. You don't want to do it on a you know a bike with three inches of suspension travel. Okay, so my Ninja three hundred is out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But your Suzuki DR three fifty is in. Yeah. So welcome. Uh, see, Saturday and Sunday, the eighth and ninth, we got Dino Days happening down. What's that town there? Uh, Castle Rock. That's it. Castle yeah. Rock. Yeah. <clears throat> That's always a big deal. Lots of old vintage bikes, uh, lots of old vintage bike races. Yeah, a lot of, lot of old vintage bike riders. Yep. Hopefully the uh, ambulances aren't old vintage. <laughs> uh, and then also on that same weekend is the Black Dog Dual Sport down in Hood River. So uh, that's cool. less less vintage down there. Right. Um, and then uh, in Seattle on Saturday the 8th and Sunday the 9th, uh, the guys down at the Backfire Moto Bar are having a mini moto show. Cool. So I think this is going to be all small CC bikes, and uh, I know they're kind of curating that all together right now. Very cool. So, and the place looks great down there, by the way, too. They're really bringing it together. So. Yeah. I haven't been in for a while. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. I, I definitely will probably go to that on that Sunday. Um, oh, but maybe I better uh, I better hit it either on my way or back from uh, Moon Motorcycles Grand Reopening on Sunday the 9th. That's happening up in North Bend at their new shop up there. What a terrific location, man. Stunning backdrop. Like, oh, like yeah. Mount Sai in the background. The background. There. Ooh, Ooh, man. Man. Yeah, it's worth the ride out there just to check it out. Yep. Yeah. So that's going to be happening. Um and then Thursday the 13th, for 10 days running, we yeah. had an interview last month with Rolf Imogabi about this, the LeMay Motorcycle Days. So you might want to check that out at some point. Yeah, well, they've got a lot of stuff going on, I know, in particular on the weekend. So the collection of motorcycles will be on display the entire 10 days, of course, which I'm hearing is going to be over 200 vintage motorcycles. Wow. And uh, then on the weekends, they've got – you'll have to check the calendar specifically for this, but the Seattle Cossacks are going to be down there. 
Uh, they've got some trials competitions and stuff, so lots mm-hmm. going on on the weekends. Yeah, just use the link off our calendar page to get to where all that is. Yep, and I think I will be down there on the second weekend. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but on the Saturday the 15th, you're going to be in, uh, what is that, Lacey, Washington? Yes, that's right, yeah. You're going to be at uh, North Northwest, Ca- uh, Northwest Harley Harley Davidson, right. So they're having the Big Bad Bike Show down there, uh, an event they've done for a long time. Uh, it's free to attend. Uh, you can enter your bike. I think it's 20 or $25, depending on when you register it. Oh. Um, so they've got a lot going on. A lot of uh, local food vendors. I think they're going to have a band down there. And um, expecting a pretty big crowd, too. So if you're in that area, check it out. Sounds like a good party. Yeah. Uh, also on uh, Saturday and Sunday, the 15th and 16th, we've got MotoFit Group is running their... Uh Track days out at ORP in cool. Oregon. Oregon Raceway Park. We like the Oregon Raceway Park. People. Yeah. Think of everything you could do on that weekend. You could go to track days with MotoFit. You could go to the LeMay Motorcycle Days. You could go to the Big Bad Bike Show. Yeah, we should do like a like a competition where you, you, you hit as many events as you can. That's right. And try to be the winner. Tag us in your Instagram. You have to give us, like, ticket stubs and that type of stuff to verify it all. I want Instagram photos. I want to see it with, like, uh, like the hostage thing with the newspaper so they can show you the actual date. And uh, in front of the event, I think yeah. that would be good. And you're going to do all the all the looking at the Instagram and taking care no, of that's what the new guys for. and all that stuff, right? That's what the new guy's for. we got this job opening. No, that is not <laughs> what the new guy is going to be doing. <laughs> Uh, he or she will be doing more important things than thumbing around on Instagram. There is nothing more important than Instagram. <laughs> eh. All right. Uh, and then the next weekend, uh, lots of shows going on. Uh, Saturday, June 22nd, the Clarkston Motorcycle Show and Ride. So that's, uh, that's out there on the cusp of the edge of the state. Right. Next to Lewiston, Idaho. That's how you can always remember Clarkston, Washington. Ooh, way out there. What do you think temperatures are going to be in uh, late June? Ooh, I yeah. think that that sounds like uh, evaporative cooling vest weather. Do you know where I might be able to buy one of those? Say I online. Do. In yeah. fact, I could get you a pink one if you really needed it. Well, it's good to be seen, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Thursday through Sunday, June 27th through the 30th, Hodaka Days is happening down in Athena, Oregon. And uh, I just bought us a brick. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I bought a brick in the sidewalk the other day. Nice. That's so awesome. Yeah. We'll have to uh, have someone get a picture of that once it gets planted into I, I don't know if they'll have it in time for Hodaka Days or not. So do we know? What's the deal with the museum? Well, from what I could tell when I was buying my brick, yeah. um, I don't think they're getting the funding they were looking for okay. fast enough. I got you. And that's why it seems to be taking more time. Okay. Fair enough. So Yeah, those are I mean they're difficult projects for sure. Yeah. Um then uh let's see. A couple of events that you and I will be at. You know what? Let's let's do this. Let's take a break. Yeah. And then when we come back we're gonna jump into the last two events for July and we'll uh we'll talk about our involvement and what those events are, and we're going to do some. Uh, we're going to look at some of the other events going on this summer and kind of cream the highlights. Yeah, sounds good. We'll be right back. Support for Soundwriter and the Soundwriter Show is made possible by. 
The Rally in the Gorge. Are you ready to go beyond the main roads? Since 2003, the Rally in the Gorge has introduced riders intimately to the awesome secondary and tertiary roads in the Columbia River Gorge National Scenic Area. With programs for dual sport, adventure, sport touring, and sport bike enthusiasts, this is the rally you'll want to return to again and again. For more information, visit soundrider.com rally. Hi, I'm Carol, and I'm from Olympia, and one of my favorite pavement rides is... Highway 47 from Klatskanai on south. Hi, this is Lee Parks with Total Control Training, and you're listening to The Sound Rider Show. Well, I just opened the lid on the smoker, and uh, one of the pork sausages exploded. Oh, man. So the whole barbecue is a mess inside. I think we've <laughs> got to go to Plan B and figure out where we're going to go out to lunch today. Well, I think we might be able to salvage that. would be all right, I think. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. The sausages look great. You want um, a little split, right? you got to get a little bit of that char when you're on the grill. Well, you want you, you don't want to lose all your moisture out of them. I hear you. you know, especially when you're slow cooking them. If you, if, if, if you get them leaking too soon, they'd be really dry yeah. sausages. you got to get them off at the right time, but you do need just a little bit of char on there, right? You gotta, oh, yeah, yeah, well, see, they're all getting indirect cooking. There's, they're not actually right on a sure. uh, grill with a flame underneath. Right. So they're not going to have any char. Stay tuned for yeah. more fascinating barbecue tips on this uh, episode of the Sound Rider Show. <laughs> <laughs> Our July guest will be Steve Reichel. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. So we were talking about events, and uh, two that are coming up at the end of the month is the uh, Chief Joseph Rally, and I'll be there, and then you'll be present at the Tour Tech Rally. So let's talk about each of these. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, Chief Joseph is now in its 41st year. Wow, that's incredible. Put on by the BMW Riders of Oregon, and uh, it's held down in the John Day area. Uh, always, a, always a nice time down there, really. Lots of great roads, whether you ride on pavement or you want to do some adventure, dual sport riding. So much good riding out there. And uh, if the weather's good, which every time I've been, the weather's usually been good, but it always tends to rain at some point. And I think there's something going on with that valley in there. And, and Just the as the, the temperatures weather. start to kind of change yeah. and everything, it kind of gets you a little rising action and some clouds maybe. And yeah, so make sure your tent is waterproof if you're going to camp. Yeah, and your gear too if you're going to tour, uh, if you're going to be taken mm-hmm. out there. So. so I'll be there with Connie. Very so cool. So anybody that wants to come by the booth and say hi to Connie and – and you can you can look at me if you want. <laughs> when was the last time that you went to this? How long has it been? Uh, off the top of my head, I think it was probably 2011. Oh, okay, so it's and been I've a never while. been as a vendor. Yeah, well, this is exciting so. then. It'll be cool to get down there because, like you said, it is a historic event. 41 years in a row, mm-hmm. and great riding out there. I mean, that's honestly, if you've got some vacation time or you're retired. Maybe pick up a guidebook and uh, spend a few days extra while you're down there. That's that's one of the things about that rally is that for some people, they get there and they just hang out at the fairground the whole time. And their whole 
you know, writing part is is to getting there and the going home. Sure. And all the different ways you could do that. Uh, David Huff will be there. Uh, proficient, Mr. Proficient Motorcycling. Yeah. Walt Fulton from Kawasaki America will be there, and he'll be presenting as well. Very cool. Um, and you know what? Um, interesting thing that I heard the other day. I didn't know about this before, but unfortunately, uh, Coach Ramey Stroud has passed away. Really? Yeah, he passed away back, I think, in March. No kidding. So Man, uh, I didn't see anything on that. Yeah, I didn't see anything go by in any of my feeds. Huh. I got the word from David Huff on that. Well, that's too bad. So it's too bad. Ramey was a great guy, and he was always uh, teaching together with David down there at that rally, probably for the last six or eight years. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, it's a um, big presence. That's too bad. I always say if you if you go to the same rally year after year after year, mix it up and go to someone else's rally. Yeah, you know, there's so much going on that uh, it is good to kind of spread the wealth a little bit and expand your horizons for riding. Right? I mean, you should start checking off those roads and make mm-hmm. sure that you get a chance to touch them all. Exactly. Uh, so you'll be at the Tour Tech Rally up in Leavenworth. That's right. You got any news on what's going on with that this year? So I think, uh, you know, kind of business as usual for these guys, which is a good thing. Going to be a big crowd of adventure riders. I think they're expecting about 1,000 riders out there. Um, so I'll be hanging out all weekend, and I know that uh, Dirt Bike Safety Training is going to be doing some uh, stuff up there too. Mm-hmm. They'll be hanging out, and um, I'm really looking forward to it, man. I was actually just riding through, uh, or driving through, rather, Republic. And, uh, this is not Republic. This is in Leavenworth. You're getting to the Washington BMW rally in a moment. Right, but I was oh. driving through Republic, which is in the same region there, and uh, just some great scenery. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. just stunning up there. So, yeah. yeah, so I mean, this, I'm looking forward to being out there and, uh, and hanging out for the entire weekend. Good, good. Um, take your mosquito juice, and uh, sometimes it gets hot. Yeah. Uh, you won't be wor- you won't be riding, so you don't have to worry about. Sometimes they have fires up there, so stuff gets shut down. Well, too. I might be riding a little bit. Okay, yeah, we might be out there. And as far as mosquitoes, I just I just bathe in mud. I do the old tactic. You know, oh, that there. was yeah. you. Yeah, that's oh. right. Yeah. And oh, it, I saw you rolling in the mud. The yeah, and day. if I have a hard time finding it, I just chip it off my bike and uh, add a little water and put it on. You know, it's all right. <laughs> All right. What else is going on? Um, I won't be there this year, and you won't be there, but the Pendleton Bike Week is going to be going on yeah. July 17 through 21. And uh, that's going to – they're going to have uh, Marshall Tucker this year. Very cool. They're going to have a uh, very large uh, military aircraft flyover. Nice. Hopefully they won't release anything. While they're flying over, right? Uh, they'll be doing. The, they're they're going to do a competition with the Rattlesnake 400 route this year. Uh, they're going to run it what we call American Rally style. So, uh, how does to, that work? Yeah, you, know, you, you you have to leave and get back within the set amount of time it would take for you to ride that route at the legal speed limit. No kidding. Now, see, in in European rally racing, they're racing. In American rally racing, they're actually trying to hit the absolute time. Right, installed. yeah. So you don't want to get into any legal trouble while you're out there, I right. guess. That's huh? how we used to run the three-pass blast when we ran that Well, that's event. cool, yeah. So. Well, that's, that's neat, man. I, I, I hope uh, people get down there and get a chance to enjoy that. Uh, and then you'll be uh, – that on that same weekend, you'll be over in Republic doing the Washington State BMW Riders Rally. So that's actually the Washington State BMW Rally. That's in July. 
Yeah, we're in July. Are we in July now? Uh-huh. For Pendleton Bike? Oh, yeah, that's right. We skipped ahead. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, yes, so that's correct. I'll be you up know, at the... You've got to stop rolling in the mud. Yeah, <laughs> it's getting to my brain. <laughs> I was thinking uh, I was thinking that it was a week earlier, the, uh, the Pendleton Bike Week. But, yes, you are correct. Um, same weekend, if you're looking for um, an alternate thing to do here in Washington, that is one of those. You can go up to Republic and check out the BMW Riders Rally. Don't have to have a BMW. But uh, I can assure you that you will probably see a lot of them there. Yeah, people would actually talk to you if you did have an LSD like that. Usually a pretty open crowd. And this is also, uh, I mean, you can be dual sport, adventure bike, or you can be street bike too. So yeah. And they do have uh, food available during some of the times. Um, there's, I think there's a dinner both Friday and Saturday night you can buy into. Yes, uh, you have to check the website for all the details about that. Yep, and then there's that places coming. to eat right in town. So Yeah, Republic is uh, kind of a nice little mountain town there. And then uh, you're not really too far away if you want to take a little longer ride to uh, kind of the Wenatchee area and that kind of thing, too. Uh, okay. Yeah, if you want to take a little ride. Bit of a ride. But yeah. yeah. But, hey, it's what you're there for. But, right? uh, yeah, I mean, you're going or you're coming back. You might as well do some nice side roads. And there's some cool stuff out there oh, in my, Wenatchee. It's, yeah, it's stunning out there. So if you're going to go on Highway 2 probably at some point. Maybe you're going to go 20. I don't know. Right. You could go out on 20 and, and come back on 2. You could do the super long version of the three-pass blast. That's, uh, that's That'd be a good article. And that would be about six passes <laughs> if you do the long version. <laughs> that'd be a good article. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess it's not squared, right? But uh, the three-pass blast, blast squared, something like that. It'd be good to see. I'd like to see that written up. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Okay, then there's uh, something that you just told me about called a FXR rally. Let's talk about that. That's right. So down in uh, Enumclaw um, on that same weekend as well, there is going to be a, uh, a single-day rally on, was that July 20th, I believe? And uh, let me just pull up a little bit of the details here. I had it, and then I got searching off of it. So um, this, this is, is put on by an independent guy who does independent bike work on – Basically, American bikes, right? That's right, yeah. So Northwest Motorcycles and Service, uh, Brian Caddy and his wife own that shop down there, right on sort of the little main street in downtown Enumclaw. And uh, I think this is going to be his third year doing this event, and he's expecting a a pretty good turnout. I know he's been working with the Chamber of Commerce. There's also going to be a big charity ride for uh, cystic fibrosis. Um, So we'll be uh, supporting this sort of – on the outside a little bit, but Brian is a great guy down there. They do a lot of good work, and um, I think it's going to be a pretty cool event, so a one-day event. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. July 22nd through the 26th. We talked about it earlier. We got the Sasquatch Dual Sport Tour going on. Absolutely. And uh, going to be going to be a good time. And, you know, you, you always get uh, fires and stuff out in Idaho all summer, so don't let that concern you because we always rewrite the route if we need to right. got to go around an obstacle we'll do it but uh it's great to go ride those areas with with people meet new riders maybe take a few of your friends with you and i mean let's be honest if you're off of uh i-84 you're really going to be most of the time on a pretty good road in idaho yeah, you won't be on i-84 exactly. during the whole five-day tour so well that's what i'm saying if you do have to reroute though there's going to be there's going to be plenty of good stuff to mm-hmm. see yeah yep uh, let's see. And then uh, we come into uh, August, and we've got the Rally in the Gorge. Yeah. So it'll be August 21st through the 25th. I did want to mention um, 
I need a couple pre-writers this year. Okay. So if uh, anybody wants to get a hold of me on the email, just go to the Soundwriter website and uh, contact me there, and we'll see uh, if we can fit you in as a pre-writer. Very cool. We need cool. people to do some, uh, some off-pavement writing. And then uh, I'll probably have some paved stuff, too, that I want to Very cool. Out. Yeah. We got all kinds of good stuff going on all here. All kinds huh? of stuff. It's going to be a crazy busy summer. Quit your job now. Yeah. That's, you know, I think that's the way to do it. Just cash it in. and Or if you can work it out, tell them you'll be back in uh, October. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's take a little break. I'm going to go uh, brush some barbecue sauce on those ribs right now. And when we come back, I've got some tips and tricks. Support for the Soundwriter Show is provided in part by Rock Straps. Tired of bungee cords that fray and break? You need to up your game with the number one tie down among riders. Rock Straps make it easy to get the right fit, no matter how large or small the load you're securing. Order a pair today from the Soundwriter store at store.soundwriter.com. Hi, this is Chris from uh, Seattle. I live in the Maple Leaf District. And I ride a uh, R1200GS Adventure, and I love it. It's my favorite bike. And my favorite ride is anything uh, Sasquatch. Hi, this is Whitney Caberly from Dirt Bike Safety Training, and you're listening to The Sound Rider Show. on into the home stretch here on the Sound Rider Show. Just and starting to see the bone show on the roof. That's just right. Those tips are just starting to come out. Yeah, and speaking of tips, we've got some tips and tricks here. Uh, I guess I should offer probably a little language clarification from last segment, though, as we broke out the atlas here. I was intending to say that I was driving uh, out through to Republic Washington. Not uh, in reference to the BMW rally that's going to be held there and then the Tour Tech rally in Leavenworth. My intent was to say that I was traveling through the Leavenworth area to Republic Washington, and there's great scenery out there. Does that help? Okay. Yeah. I got you. Okay. It's all good scenery. Yeah, it is. It's very, very good scenery. And you know, there. down there by the Columbia River, where it's kind of like a desert between those two spots? Yeah. Okay, so it's like between the Cascades and then the Republic is actually right at the at the base of the Rocky Mountains. Right. A lot of people don't know that. Um, down there by the Columbia River, there's the nicest mud hole you could ever roll in. Well, I'll go there and plant my flag. Awesome <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> so what you got for tips? So let's get into the old tips and tricks here. So I had mentioned last month about uh, how I had to remove my panniers and um, – Figured out that, hey, they were a little loose on there. So that was my tip last month to mm. make sure that those are tightened up and, mm-hmm. and locked down to go. And while I had those removed, um, I decided, you know what? I'm going to see if I can sort of perfect packing. And, of course, you're sort of an expert on this. I'm packing light and packing right. But while I had the panniers off and it's kind of sitting in my living room, I've been rearranging my gear, putting oh. in uh, tools, putting in camping gear, seeing how to make the most of the space, seeing how to make access easy. And uh, that's my tip, to take a little time to perfect packing this month because we're right in touring season now. It's June, and uh, there's nothing worse than getting to your campsite and realizing that whatever tool you need is on the bottom of your pan air, and you got to take all your stuff out. 
Um, so yeah, just organize and figure out the best way to manage your gear. Now's a good time to do it. And having your panniers or your saddlebags off the bike, that can be helpful. Ah, yeah. Good tip. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, my tip on that camping gear is just, uh, ditch the tent and just get the little plastic tube tent. There you go, yeah. Yeah, they get you waterproof and everything. Sure, or just a little hammock, maybe. You hang yourself up in the tree. <laughs> get a little bit of ventilation if yeah. you ate at the wrong restaurant. Yeah. It's all good. Uh, so, uh, so my tip kind of goes hand in hand with yours. Very cool. Um, you know, when you're carrying luggage on the bike, which people don't do all the time, uh, but then they want to put like a tail pack on, or they want to put on like a you could you could buy a forty liter tank bag. Woo. And uh, and that's the kind of stuff that'll also scratch up your paint real good. Sure. So uh, you can always uh, grab a roll of that blue painter's tape and tape over anything you want to protect. Oh yeah. So that you don't scratch it all up. Um, one of the one of the ways I seen somebody do this was they use those um, little foamy layers that you put in like your kitchen drawer. They're like little. White circles of foam, yeah, yeah, I know all what you're sort of about. knitted together. Sure. The problem with those is that they collect dust down in the in the gaps, and then as your luggage moves around on there, you're scratching all that dust into the paint. Ah, so just a little so, painter's tape. It's not going to pull the paint off of there. When exactly. You, yeah, when it exactly. comes off after a long hot summer. So, yeah, it's a good idea. And hey, a forty liter tank bag. Uh huh. Oxford makes a forty liter tank bag. I used to have a, a forty liter. I think it was a, a Joe Rocket. Tank Ooh. bag. Where do you put your periscope to see over that? Well, I always thing? put my laptop in there. Okay, yeah, back, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, back you, in the day, right? It was like you know, some people like a backrest on the back of their bike, but you I like had this rest. thing I could lean on right up on the front of the tank, and and I had it. It was a forty liter tank bag Man, that's on insane. top of a Honda CB four hundred. Woo! God, yeah. the, that's uh, that's a wind catcher, I think. Right? <laughs> do you uh, do you do tank bag now? Do you ride with I one? don't. Yeah, I don't either. I have, well, you know, on the NC700X, I have that boot up in the front where you, it looks like it's a gas tank. Right. But you open it up, you can actually put a whole helmet in there. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah. So I, I got that, and then I've got the hard luggage all around on the back. So yeah. I don't have a tank bag anymore. I never used a tank bag on uh, the NX650. Uh, I have used a tank bag before on the SL350, but it's really not very wide of a tank. Yeah. So you can't. Put a big one on there. No, certainly not forty liters on that. No. Yeah, yeah. I've just you know I've never been a tank bag guy myself because I've always been a dual sport guy, and I, I feel like they kind of get in the way off road a little bit. But I try to keep the important stuff that I need access to in the pockets of my jacket. Yeah. You know that's kind of the way I do it. Yeah. Except um, kind of want to be careful. Like you know I I I always recommend people carry a broken key tool. Ooh, yeah. Sure. And that's ten little sharp barb items. <laughs> yeah. So if you, so you bike, wrap those up real good. Yeah. That, if you do come off the bike, you don't want those stabbing into your side. Well, I just, uh, you know, wherever my pocket is, like if I'm going to put those key barbs in my front pocket, I just put painter's tape over my chest. Oh, that'll help. And that way, yeah. It'll yeah. Or just put side. your cell phone behind it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. That won't scratch it up at all. <laughs> More tips and tricks for you. All right. That's our June show. And uh, we're going to be busy, busy, Woo. busy all month and we'll be back here in july and we uh we look forward to uh, having you come back as well on the sound rider show we'll see you next month the sound rider show was made possible by today's sponsors and the patients of everyone else involved which is not to say we're doctors 
Reproduction of this program in part or in whole is not legal without the express written consent of the podcast owner. But please be sure to share the link with all your Facebook friends. This program is a production of Mixed Media. The content and views of today's guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any major media conglomerate anywhere else in the world, including CBS, NBC, ABC, MotoGP, the BBC, PBS, NPR, the Discovery Network, or the Cartoon Channel. See you next time on the Sound Rider Show.